What's good, Crypto Ballers? Money1834 here, kicking it with you guys on a Tuesday, April 6th. On today's podcast, we got to talk about the LeBron James Seeing Stars Challenge reward and what it did to the marketplace, how much it was selling for, and how many of the moments were actually minted. We're not going to spend too much time on that today, though, because we had a very special guest. I'm sure you're familiar with her Twitch stream, the one, the only, Steph Sudo. Stick around because you're not going to want to miss it. All right, guys. So on yesterday's podcast, uh, we predicted that there'd probably be about 4,500 moments of the LeBron James Sing Stars Challenge reward minted. And it looks like the total number is going to be 4,567, right? So we were right on target with our estimation of how many of these moments were going to be uh, minted. Now, what I was not right about was what the price was going to be, okay? I was on the record saying that I believe that this challenge was going to be worth it. I could see the LeBron fetching up to around $2,000, which would equal what the challenge cost would ultimately end up being. Uh, Today, now it's only been about 12 hours, but... It seems to have a hard time sustaining a lowest asking price of over 1100 A lot of sales are going between 950 and $1,000, which is surprising to me, right? It's LeBron James. It has the brand new star logo to indicate that it's a challenge reward, which was a new addition that came out yesterday. Now, as soon as this moment hit the marketplace, the undercutters were out to play. I saw this LeBron moment. Uh, sell for all the way down in the 800s which is an absolute crime like there's no way that this moment should have been selling for under a thousand I actually tried to add money to my dapper account just so I could try to sneak in and grab one for 800 but I was not able to complete it it didn't last very long in the 800s now I had a fair amount of people yesterday on Twitter at CryptoBallersTS actually tag me in their pictures of their reward moment and I seen at least three or four double digit serial numbers which is absolutely fantastic. So big shouts and congratulations to all you guys that ended up landing your LeBron James moment. Um, it was trading so fiercely when it hit the open marketplace that it actually shut down the marketplace. The marketplace had to go into maintenance. And it all happened around when this LeBron James moment came out. So is that just a coincidence? I don't think so. LeBron demands a ton of traffic. And I think that the site kind of got overwhelmed with how many people were buying and selling and all the money that was changing hands in the matter of straight seconds. Like every transaction was nine to $1,100. And they were happening like every two seconds. It was crazy. Tried throwing my hat in the ring, did not get successful this time, but I'm going to be watching this moment to see if it uh, if it continues to dip. If it can get back into the 800s, I'd be all in, so I'm going to be watching this moment very carefully. Alright guys, so that was a quick little LeBron James Seeing Stars Challenge Reward update. I wanted to let you guys know that we were spot on with the uh, with the mint count estimation and the uh, the marketplace was pretty wild surrounding that moment now i'm not even going to hold you guys i'm keeping the this part of the pod short because i had a wonderful conversation with a very special guest steph sudo coming up next
All right, guys, the moment you've been waiting for. Now, you know, you may know my next guest from her hit Twitch stream. You can follow her over there right now at NBA Top Shot Steph, all one word. Welcome to the show, Steph Sudo. Steph, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be on the show, chat with you. All right. You know, I actually kind of feel like I completed like a content creator challenge tonight because I completed the set. I had Jennifer Sudo on and now we got you over here. Challenge complete. And you know what the reward is? How corny is this going to be? But I wrote it down. I got to use it. The reward is some fire content for all you listeners out there. <laughs> you you had to write that down? I, I, wrote, I wrote that down, yeah. <laughs> I was driving home and I was like, man, I got to drop like a corny dad joke in there. So I think I got it off. I think it's going to get some positive feedback on Twitter. I really do. I dig it. I dig it. All right, so if any of you listeners out there aren't familiar with Steph Sudo's work, Steph, why don't you tell them about a little bit about your Twitch channel? What kind of content do you provide over there? Yeah, so, um, well, first of all, I started Top Shot in October, right when they opened the beta to the public. And um, as you know, we're still in beta now, but there used to be a closed beta with just a couple hundred people back. They started that in January. And, uh, and so I started posting a lot on Twitter just to keep people updated on, you know, what's going on with Top Shot, you know, when, when packs were dropping, stuff like that. And, um, you know, I really like being live and I like video. So I decided, you know, t- Twitter, it's nice for quick little updates, but I really wanted to do something more. So I started my Twitch channel probably about a month ago. And uh, we're at over a thousand followers now, we're growing slowly but surely and it's exciting i've just been you know doing streams i think i'm on my seventh day in a row uh but i've been streaming a lot uh and i just applied for twitch partner so hopefully i get that but it's been really fun you know i've been doing ladies night events on there with uh you know ladies panel trying to bring more awareness uh, to the women in the space and then now i'm starting to interview some of the top shot ogs that started back in june so some really cool stuff happening over at the Twitch channel. And you can find it. It's called NBA Top Shot Steph, if you want to look it up. Yeah, no, that sounds awesome. I definitely checked into a couple of your Twitch streams. I'm sure a lot of the listeners out there have as well. I'm sure we have a nice amount of crossover going on. Really good content. If you're not following her yet over there, I suggest you go ahead and do so. Now, I just have a couple warm-up questions for you before we get into the heart of today's show, if you don't mind. And the first one is a layup. I'm going to give you a nice easy one. How did you discover NBA Top Shot? Now, I asked Jennifer just last week how she got into it, and she actually gave you the credit. She said you introduced her to it. So my question is, how did you find it? Yeah, um, well, I was into CryptoKitties, and I kind of learned about CryptoKitties when I first started learning about crypto several years ago. And, um, you know, I never really got two into crypto kitties but i had remembered that i had bought some kitties and i was like i was like i wonder you know fast forward to october 2020 and i was like i wonder if i still have my crypto kitties and i tried to find the website and i ran into the dapper labs website which if you don't know dapper labs is the um, company that created crypto kitties and also top shop and so you know i stumbled on their website and they were saying oh you know we're opening up the beta uh, of NBA Top Shot to the public. Put your email in if you want to. If you want to be a part of it, and I was like, huh. And like, they weren't advertising that at all. Like, barely anyone knew about it. 
but I just happened to run into the website and so I put my email in next thing you know you know I get an email to join Top Shot and from you know basically the rest is history I started buying some one dollar moments on the marketplace you know s1 commons we're going for a dollar mostly and I was like wow this seems like the next big thing you know physical sports cards is so huge and I, I can't even imagine how big these digital moments are going to be you know once the mainstream gets a hold of it and uh, even now you know we're in uh what april now and we're still in beta you know most people don't know about top shot you know we're all still very early but back in october i just felt so excited and i was like oh my god maybe in a couple of years these one dollar moments will be worth a hundred dollars i didn't realize that it would that would happen in just a couple months you know it's been crazy yeah no the growth's definitely been crazy now you, I'm glad you mentioned how big sports cards were and how you saw this as being the next big thing because I actually had a bit of an opposite approach. I'm kind of a bit of an old head, so I, I'm a big time card collector. So when I found out about NBA Top Shot, I'm like, okay, so you're telling me I can collect not a physical card, but essentially it's a clip where instead of watching it on YouTube, I can somehow own this thing. Like I, it took me like, like I, on the last interview that I did with Jennifer, I already went over, so I'm not gonna rehash all that here, but uh, boy oh boy was I wrong, okay? I wish I bought in back when I first heard about NBA Top Shot because things would be a lot different. My account would probably have a uh, higher value on it, but I was late to it. I was behind the curve just because I had such a hard time hurtling over the physical cards versus digital. I was like, you can't, it, it just didn't make sense to me back then. And I regret that, like, wholeheartedly. Like, I fucked up, Steph. I fucked up. <laughs> you know what? We all no regrets. Yep, no regrets. Moving forward, right? So another question I have for you is, is there any specific players that you have on your personal watch list? So you'll go in the marketplace and you'll type in a certain player. Like, who are some players that you're actively checking in on to see if you can get them at a good value? Is there anyone in particular? Honestly, Chris Paul, I think, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a huge kid. Um, I'm always looking to add more Chris Paul into my collection. Really? Chris Paul? That caught me off guard. Usually you get the generic, you know, LeBron, Luka, uh, Lillard. You get the players like that. So what is, uh, do you have like, like, what is it with Chris Paul? How come you're a big Chris Paul fan? Well, Chris Paul, you know, um, I remember watching him a lot as a kid. I mean, I used to watch basketball a lot when I was a lot younger. I actually don't watch much, much basketball at all now. Um, but, you know, Chris Paul is going to be a future Hall of Famer. And, and, you know, I'm just a fan of him. And so, you know, I know he's really underrated. I know most people are like, yeah, yeah, Chris Paul. Like, you know, whatever. It's all about the rookies. But... Chris Paul's already established himself. If he were to retire tomorrow, you know, he'd be a gamer. And uh, a lot of these rookies, you know, it's harder to take chances on them because, you know, they get injured. If something major happens, they're not necessarily next in line for the Hall of Fame, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I put Chris Paul, you know, second to LeBron James. But it's just, I think LeBron James obviously is really hyped on Top Shot. And, you know, I put, Chris Paul, you know, second in line, and and so I think he's really underrated on the platform. Yeah, no, it, it's nice. Shouts to Chris Paul. All right, I wasn't expecting that one. Um, 
All right, so the next question I have for you here, right? This is probably my favorite question to ask people because you never know what you're gonna get for an answer. Um, if you could pick one other sport today to adopt an NBA Top Shot type platform, which sport would you wanna see? Hmm. Um, honestly, I don't watch too many sports, you know, like, but I think, I think I'm excited for every, I actually learn more about the sport and, and, you know, the players in the sport, uh, because of this stuff. So I, I don't really know that I have, uh, I don't really know. I think football would be really cool. I'm a Steelers fan. Um, I think UFC, we know UFC is coming out. I'm really excited about that. I think, uh, I don't watch much UFC, but I do think that would be super fun and interesting. So I don't know. I'm excited for, you know, what the future decides to do, create more moments or whatever they are. I think that, I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm curious to see uh, what other sports are going to adopt it. Because if you think about it, each of the major sports would thrive in a top shot, like highlight clip format, right? Everything from, I mean, NFL would be the big wig, right? If NFL ever got a top shot type format, that would be like just about the fucking biggest thing in NFTs like ever. Football is a colossal giant when it comes to sports so i'm hoping i feel like it's going to come at this point i mean why would uh, major sports pass on such a lucrative opportunity like i mean the nba was the front runner i can definitely see nfl taking it over but even sports that are a little harder to watch right because they're a little slower and boring like baseball and golf like you showing it down to a five second highlight clip you can get just about any sport you can capture just about any exciting moment in a sport in five seconds so i can really see this format stretching across to all sports but i'm definitely the most hyped for football when football gets it that's going to be a game changer for a lot of people a lot of people that aren't in on nba top shot they will come around if nfl comes around and i feel very strongly in that opinion yeah, I, I, I think you're right. I mean, they haven't, the thing is, it's like, they haven't even started advertising for NBA Top Shot. You know, it's just been a lot of organic growth. So I think once we get out of beta, they start advertising, you know, NBA is is a worldwide, you know, people love the NBA all around the world. So I think it's gonna be really big just with the NBA alone. Um, but of course, when more sports are added, it's gonna be huge, it's just, they haven't even started advertising because they can't handle that right now. They can't handle scaling. You know, there's obviously a lot of work to be done. You know, they need to catch up on all these support tickets. They need to get withdrawals for everyone. They need to make sure the site is good. Uh, you know, try to ban all the bots and the multi-accounts. There's like a lot of work that needs to be done before they really try to, you know, go all in on, on paid advertising. But we've seen a few organic viral spikes just naturally because of social media and, you know, it wasn't sustainable because they just weren't prepared to scale. But I think in the long term, like once we're out of beta, which hopefully, I mean, Rohan predicted five months from now, I've, I have a feeling maybe in December we'll be out. Really big things are going to be happening during that time. Yeah, see, I can see, uh, I can see Top Shot growing in popularity again. I can see another spike in interest coming in just six weeks, right? Only a month and a half because that's when the NBA playoffs are going to start. Once the playoffs start, there's going to be so much attention around the NBA that I think 
if if over at Dapper Labs, if they can just make the product, just tweak it a bit so it can handle an influx of new users, I think that playoff time for the NBA is going to be really big. And I really hope that they don't fumble the ball, pardon the football reference, right? I'm not, all right, how about they drop the ball out of bounds, or I hope they don't turn it over. But come playoff time, there's going to be a lot of people interested in Top Shot. Like on a TNT broadcast, right? If you have Charles Barkley or Shaq in a playoff game, mention Top Shot. That right there is going to drive a ton of people over. So I really hope that those guys over there at Dapper Labs are working around the clock because it's it could get really big really fast. And I don't know if they're going to have the five months that they're predicting. I think that they got to start making some of these changes now. And we see that, right? I mean, the marketplace went down just today, for example, and they were quick to get it fixed, right? They're improving, uh, like the sorting of moments when you go to buy now, they're, everything's all cleaned up and looking better. So you can tell that they're already putting, they already got everything in place to start making these changes now. But I just hope that it comes sooner rather than later, because I don't want to see a missed opportunity as big as what the NBA playoffs could bring. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I think things always take longer than expected. Obviously, as a user, you know, we want them to be out of beta as soon as possible. But the reality is, yes, the superficial cosmetics of the website look great, but the infrastructure and the team and the systems that need to be automated, there's a lot of stuff that needs to happen behind the scenes for them to get out of beta. And, you know, to scale that quickly, that fast, they barely started the website, you know, back in June. Like it hasn't even been a year. I, I do think that, you know, if anything, five months is actually, I don't actually think that's enough time to get out of beta, just, just knowing everything that they really need to work on behind the scenes. But I do think that we could still see a big influx of users before we get out of beta. I definitely, I definitely think, yeah, you know, playoffs come around. I think we can see some pretty big potential with it. Yeah, and, well, you know, with the playoffs, that'd be a real good time to drop some cool playoff packs, right? Because, you know, people out there, are always non-stop like if you're in the discord it is just non-stop wins packs straight spamming like 24 hours a day uh i do think around playoff time we're gonna see an influx i think they're gonna drop some exclusive playoff packs i think it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm definitely looking forward to that now i got one more quick warm-up question for you before we talk about the primary topic which is going to be some challenges uh so my last warm-up question for you Another easy one is what are some of your personal favorite moments in your current card collection? Uh, honestly, my favorite moment of all time is my LeBron James uh, Western Conference Finals Series 1 rare moment. Uh, it's serial number 194. That's my favorite moment of all time um, because, first of all, I love LeBron. Like, I love all my LeBron moments. But also, that's one of my favorite sets is the Western Conference. And and actually only at the moment, um, I only have three sets completed. So, and that's one of them is the Western. And, and that LeBron was the second to last moment I needed to complete the set. And, um, and so, yeah, I, I paid $65, I think in October 20, 25th, I wanna say for that, for that moment. And, you know, obviously it was well worth it. Um, but I remember at the time it was a lot of money and I was like, ooh, all these Western Conference moments are going for eight bucks. Five, that, like, is it, is LeBron worth that much more of a premium? You know, I was like really, really debating it. And then I'm like, I need to complete this set. Yes, it is. I'm going to buy it. And, uh, and so I bought that. And then I would have to say another of my favorites is the Western Conference final Anthony Davis moment 
because that was the reward moment. So like, you know, they had a Western Conference uh, Finals S1 challenge and the Anthony Davis was the reward. And I wasn't there for the challenge. Um, and so I had to buy that reward moment to complete my set. That was the last moment that I had to buy to complete the set. And I bought it, I think November, I want to say 10th or something. And I paid like $110. And, and you know, that was a lot during the time too. And I was like, oh, damn it, I have to pay so much money. And, but it was a reward moment. And that's why, because it's more scarce. And you know, I had to do it because that was the last missing puzzle piece. So I think those are my probably my two favorite moments. Uh, that's awesome. I wish I had a LeBron James like that. That must just be a good feeling anytime you go on top shot, just knowing that you have that baby tucked away. Now, I got to ask, how much is that LeBron James going for on the open open market, do you think? Like, do you ever just look to see what the value is? I mean, it must be pretty crazy high, right? Uh, you said how much is that LeBron going for right now? Yeah. Um, I think the Western Conference, the floor price is, I think, 8K at the moment during this market dip. During the pump, it was uh, 14K it had reached for the low. And, but my serial number is pretty decent. So, you know, I would definitely, uh, I would never sell that at full floor price. Um, but, you know, that's gonna be really, really hard to sell because I don't have a duplicate. So I don't really, you know, if I were to sell that, you know, the chances of me being able to buy back in it, you know, it'll be a lot harder to buy it back in if I were to sell it and then I'll have a completed set. So, you know, for my completed sets, it's almost like very, very hard for me to ever want to sell those because they're completed. And it's like, you know, to me, it's an accomplishment. Yeah, no, I totally get that. Now, I personally don't have any sets completed yet. Uh, my my go on top shot so far has been kind of rough, right? You're your holy grail, you have that awesome LeBron James. Mine is like a Luka Doncic all-star game, which is fails a comparison when we're talking about uh, Series 1 LeBron James Western Conference Finals. But, you know, I'm getting there. I'm trying to come along. I got a little, I was a little late to the party, but I'm trying to catch up to you guys. Hey, you know what? You're, you're still early because you're in, we're all in beta still. That is true. All right. You ready to get into the, the main reason why I brought you here today? Because this topic has been a buzz today all around the community whether you're on twitter uh, discord facebook anywhere you go this seems to be the primary topic of discussion so steph what is your outlook on challenges okay because there's so many different opinions right now on challenges i feel like you got about like 35 40 percent of the people that want to collect all the moments required get the challenge reward and be content and happy but i feel like the the mass majority is actually kind of going the other way and they're just like we're gonna let all of these guys complete the challenges and then when they get the primary reward we're just gonna scoop in we're gonna buy all the moments that they dump and the way that today was going right if the uh, if the nikola Jokic or lebron james was any example is that people when they get these reward moments they try to sell them like very quickly there was what roughly 4500 lebron james moments that were uh, minted today and last i checked i think there was close to around 500 of them on the market so people are like willing to move these reward moments like right away so how do you handle challenges like do you go in there do you like collecting them all and getting the reward and holding it 
or do you just kind of sit back and just try to snipe all the, the reward moments as people are just trying to move off of them? Like, how do you handle uh, the challenges? Well, I've actually, and I've known to say this, you know, for months, is that I don't do challenges um, because for me, it's opportunity cost. And, you know, I'd rather spend the uh, capital, you know, in other moments that I, you know, I would prefer to actually buy. And, you know, for me, it's like, it's just opportunity cost. But for some people, you know, they want that lotto of maybe they hit it big with a good cereal. But, you know, challenge challenge the thing is a lot of people at this very moment you know they'll complete a challenge you know they pay two two grand to collect all the moments complete a challenge they get the reward and then they immediately sell it for a lot for like you know not it's not like a loss because technically the challenge was free however you know they locked in a lot of capital you know and as soon as that challenge ends all those challenge moments they no longer have uh, utility and so, you know, the price drops like a solid, you know, 50% or so. And so it's like, to me, if you're going to do a challenge, you know, keep that challenge moment forever. Like don't immediately sell it. Like that's kind of ridiculous. You shouldn't be doing the challenge in the first place if that's all you're going to do uh, because there's better opportunities, you know? Um, so yeah, for months I've been saying, you know, I don't do challenges just because I'm not really willing to, you know, take that risk and, you know, of the lottery and hitting it big with a good cereal. And and another thing is locking in all that capital for that period of time when I could be using it for something else. So personally, I don't really like to um, touch challenge moments. If I do want to get some challenge moments, I'll get them after the challenge ends, you know, 50% off. Yeah, no, I, it's funny because I wasn't sure where you were going to land. I didn't, I didn't know what side of the fence you were going to fall on when it comes to challenges, because like I said, it's such a split. And today really put it in perspective for me more than the other challenges in the past because because of the LeBron James, right? Leave it up to fucking LeBron to like to clear it up for me. The fact that LeBron hit the open market today, like within seconds of the reward being handed out, and it was selling for like a thousand bucks. It went all the way down to like eight hundred, and then last I checked, I think it was went back up to eleven, but. I covered the hell out of the uh, Seeing Stars Challenge 2 on yesterday's podcast. It, it was going to cost about 2500 bucks to do it, and you're going to spend all that money. You're going to tie up a lot of your dapper and buying the 10 or 12 moments required, and you got to hold those moments. So it's, you like that's just dead money in your dapper account. And then you get the reward. You're going to sell it for half the price of the initial cost. And then if you sell the Seeing Stars, you're selling those at a 50% discount as well. And like you said, like, what are we doing here? Like, how does that make any logical sense? Like, it, it just doesn't to me. Now, I did notice that uh, NBA Top Shot, Dapper Lies, they kind of added a little sneaky thing today. I don't know if this was kind of like like a desperation attempt to make people want to complete challenges more. Because a lot of people that bought Seeing Stars moments with intentions to hold and then sell right before the challenge was completed to get like three or five X value. A lot of people, a lot of people have that mind state, right? They're like, all right, these fuckers over here need this LeBron. I got this Giannis card. They're going to pay me for it. But so many people with the undercutting problem we have, a lot of people took L's on seeing star moments. So I think that they, they added the badge. I'm sure you saw it today. They added the little star 
logo on challenge rewards now to show that this was a challenge reward. It's not just a regular seeing stars moment. I'm talking more so about the LeBron. Um, do you think adding a star badge is going to do anything value-wise? Because when they added the rookie badges, we saw a big boost for about 90 minutes. And then that shit went right back down. Like the value of those moments went under what they were before they got the badges. Like the hype of the badges sorted up. They got the badges, get a little extra higher. And then after about 90 minutes, people were like, okay, like those are cool badges. And then it just went right back down. So do you think that this star badge for challenge rewards is going to change anyone's opinion on completing challenges? Um, Honestly, the star badge, it's, you know, they didn't make a whole announcement about it or anything. It's not supposed to be anything special. Like, literally, it's just supposed to be so that people understand that, okay, this was a reward moment. And, you know, you can maybe filter it in the marketplace or something. But they've actually always had that star next to the reward moments. It's just they weren't in, like, they were only when you had your collection, you clicked on moments. And you, like, you clicked on the set then you could see that star, but they just made the star basically more visible. Uh, but they've actually always had that star. It's not like anything special. So no, I don't think the value is gonna increase because of that little star, like, it's not actually supposed to be anything special. It's just supposed to be something where it's like, hey, just so you know, this is a reward moment because some people have no idea, you know, just because the LE mint is lower, you know, new users, they maybe they still don't understand, you know, well, why is the mint lower? So I think it's actually smart that they added that so that new users can be like, oh, this is a reward moment. Okay, that makes sense, you know? Yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Because when, like, that's how I would look at, uh, that's how I determined which moments in the marketplace were rewards or which ones were just uh, regular LEs. And it's because the, the mint count was never just like a 1500 or a 7500. It'd be some kind of weird shit, like 3615. And I was like, oh, that's a weird number for a set. That's a cool cat. So that must have been what the reward was. So if you don't have the moment yourself or if you never collected a challenge reward moment, uh, then I think the star will be useful. It's just I don't see it having the appeal and I think it's just going to kind of fall by the wayside like what the uh, what the rookie badges uh, have done. Now, I don't know if the badges will ever really make a difference in the future. Like, I keep, I keep on hearing arguments that, yeah, think about the players now that got the badges. They're never going to get badges, you know, throughout the rest of their career or in the 2022 season. But in 2022, there's going to be players that are going to be getting their first rookie badges as well. So... I think the badges is, is a cool aesthetic. It's just, at the end of the day, I don't think badges are really going to be anything special. Now, now, that might not have been what their plan was to make them all unique. I just remember there was a lot of hype around the rookie badges, and it was just a little disappointing. Now, did you like the aesthetic of it? Do you at least like the way that they looked? Because that was another like talking point. A lot of people weren't a fan of how the badges looked. Uh, I, I mean, I, I actually didn't really know what to expect. So I like I like the badges. I think they're cool. I do think long term, you know, there's something special when we have more moments in the marketplace. Um, it's just right now, you know, we don't necessarily have that. I mean, it's hard to think about that because it's like, you know, we're in series two and this is our reality. But thinking, you know, years from now when we're in, you know, future series, I do think that the badges are going to be a great way for people to search for stuff you know and i think first moment badges are actually going to matter uh, a lot more than rookie badge moment 
personally i i actually really really think that first moment badges are probably the most valuable out of all the badges uh just in my opinion it's, it's funny you say that steph i wasn't planning on agreeing with you so much uh, hopefully people enjoy the content but i think that the first moment badges not only are the most important ones but i actually think that they're the best looking ones too like when i look through if you have that blue and red badge like it it catches my eye more than what the other rookie badges have you know what i mean oh yeah yeah it, it looks there it's the top shot logo you know but also it's like every player is only gonna ever have one you know first moment uh badge for one moment yep that is true same with the rookies yep Yep, I hear that. It's weird because, like, if you look in the marketplace now, you look up, like, an Anthony Edwards or a James Wiseman, and every single one of their moments has the rookie badges on it. But only one of those moments has the uh, the, uh, the first moment badge. That's why I think that that one is going to have the most value. So I, I, I'm glad that we agree on that front. I don't think that the, the first moment badge is getting the respect it deserves right now, quite frankly. I feel like people just don't really care about that stuff right now. A lot of people are just worried about their market evaluations just dropping because all the moments are just, you know, bleeding money every day. Yeah, for sure. All right, so I'm going to leave you on this last question. Okay, you've been crushing it so far. Let's see how you handle this one. You ready for this? Let's go. I'm ready. All right. Where do you see NBA Top Shot going in the future? Is it here to stay, or is this just a blip on the radar? Yeah, I definitely see a huge potential. When I first got into Top Shot in October, it, it was definitely harder for a lot of people to see the potential the potential you know back then I didn't think that it would get to this point in time you know just you know I think it's been how many you know just a handful of months later I didn't think we'd be here I thought we'd be in at this point years from you know the time when I first joined so I think we made some pretty insane progress and um, you know I'm really really excited especially when these moments have more utility than just and more utility than just challenges. I think you know when the mobile game hardcore, you can scan a QR code, you get a moment from that game. Like there's just the possibilities are endless, and you know this partnership with the NBA, it's huge, and they don't take that lightly. So, you know I definitely see huge potential. I'm excited. You know that's why I started creating a lot of content, spending a lot of time, you know focusing on NBA Top Shot because I'm definitely here for the long haul, and I feel like. You know, there's a lot of people that believe in it as well. And it's just patience, you know, just patience. Yep, I hear you. Steph, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Why don't you tell the listeners one more time where they can find you? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Steph Sudo, S-T-E-P-H-S-U-T-T-O. And then the link in my bio is my Twitch. It's NBA Top Shot Steph. Awesome. Thanks again, Steph. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it.